This is Joy. And this is Claire. And this is a podcast about soggy bottoms and good bakes. On your mark. Get set. Bake. Bake. <laughs> We're never going to get it together. <laughs> it's the finale. I can't believe it's already the final. I went by so fast. How did we get here? Time I just know. flies. It's so exciting. So exciting. Um, it's still wild to me that there's really no real prize. That like you don't win ten thousand dollars from Marie Claire and a spread in Allure magazine. I still I find it hilarious. Like when they're walking out with this just like cake platter. I'm like, yeah, oh like, my I gosh. Got my cake stand. It's so cute. And they're like one bouquet of flowers. But also how cute is that? It's like so I pure that it. people just want to do it for the fun and joy. And I mean, I think it's sort of like you get a lot of un like have we ever had a finalist who hasn't gone on to publish a cookbook in the next year. That's like my one my one thing about that Yenish went back, went home before the final. I was like, but we're still going to probably get a baking cookbook from Yenish next year. So we're going to get a lot from Yenish, mm-hmm. which I appreciate and I look forward to. Um, I also love Prue's jacket. She like went a little bit of a different direction this week with her little overcoat thing. And I love it. And Paul has his power blue shirt on. Steely blue He's power bringing blue. out the icy eyes today. And Noel isn't there for the first day. He's a little under the weather, they say. Yeah. Noli pops. Call him? They call him. Noli pops. <laughs> All right, so to get started in the final, dun, dun, dun. the signature bake is a picnic. So the theme of the whole episode is our planet. And so they're trying to focus on in-season, sustainably grown British ingredients. And that is sort of a theme we see throughout. And therefore, like every single bake almost in this episode involves elderflower because there's it's like kind of the the classic British ingredient in terms of flavor and like fresh flavor, I guess. But anyway, a lot of el- elderflower, the unofficial elderflower episode. So they have to make a picnic that is based on seasonal ingredients from across the UK. They need to provide six mini cakes, six individual vegetarian pies, six finger sandwiches, and they have three hours, which is an insanely short amount of time. I feel like this season they – lopped off like 30 minutes on every challenge <laughs> from what they would have given them in the past. Shabira is making a no porky pie. Um, so her meat <laughs> and she has to say it like five times. No like, porky. And they're like, oh what now? No like, porky what? pie. What? Oh, and Pooh's like, no oh, pork. <laughs> a non-pork pie. And Shabira's like, yeah, she's, dummies. She's like, yeah, you idiots. She's so great. I love her so much. <laughs> At one point during this challenge, one of I'll get I'll get to this, but one of her ingredients is a quail egg and it like falls on the floor. And Matt's like, you, you have an egg over here. And she goes, yeah, I just laid it. Like, yeah, I, I just, just lay that egg. It. Leave it there. I love her. So instead of meat, she's using an eggplant and mushroom combination with quail's eggs. So those are going to be her little pies. Then she's also going to have heart-shaped finger sandwiches with broad bean, which I've never heard of, and salsa verde. Do you know what broad bean is? Must be an English thing. Mm-mm. And then elderflower-infused Swiss rolls with strawberries and cream. And... Matt comes over and is like, you know what they call aubergine in America? Eggplant. And then they start doing this like American accent, eggplant. Hey, do you want some eggplant and some French fries? Like they're so funny doing their American accents and they're just like giggling at each other like, oh, you silly American accent. And I just thought it was so cute. Their version of an American accent is if you hold your nose like this and you just say eggplant. I'm like, do we really sound like that? 
But it's probably how we, when we try to do a yes, British, accent, British accent, we just sound like dumb like, Americans try to, you know, absolutely. it's like, it's so funny. But they're like, I was like, do we really say, she's like, I like a fry with my burger. <laughs> I was so like, okay. oh man, we sound horrible. Eggplant. <laughs> okay, but I don't love the phrase eggplant, but I couldn't imagine calling it an aubergine. I don't know. It's a very American thing. It's like that that tweet that's like, we call it autumn from the Latin word autumnus. We call it fall because leaf fall down. <laughs> anyway. Yeah, I did want them to make fun of Americans I just agree. a little bit more. I was like, please just, just keep going. We yeah. deserve it. Abdul is making a leek, onion, rocket, and mint mini pie with and then a grated carrot and beetroot sandwiches and cherry and tarragon Swiss rolls. He, they're still rubbing it into Abdul that he didn't get any star bakers until the semifinal. Like, let's poor Abdul. Yeah. Come on. He's doing <laughs> great. He's doing amazing. And then Sandro is making garlic cheesy cauliflower pies with a short crust pastry. Sounds amazing. Egg and cress sandwiches. So like kind of just a little standard like egg salad sort of moment. And lemon and elderflower cakes. And then he's making two bonus things. Surprise. Fruit tarts and blueberry jam biscuits. Surprise, Don't surprise. overdo it, Sandro. What are you Above doing? Above and beyond. You know what? Can't take the Sandro out of Sandro. He's always really going to do it. Yeah. So everyone has so much going on. It's really hard to keep track. And this is where they finally start to like talk about their families. And we come to find that Sandro's mom is named Sandra, but she's so freaking cute. She's so – she can barely talk about him with without just bursting into yes, tears. it's, it's so the, cute. It's the sweetest mother and so Sandro, we come to find, was moved fr- with his family and his single mom from Angola when he was young. And they came to London and he lived in sort of like the rough part of London growing up. And so he's like, this is my story. I thought I could never apply because of my background. And I want to like give hope to other people from my same background that they can achieve their goals. It was just so cute. So, so heartwarming where he's like, who knew that a boy like me would be here? Yeah. It's like, I knew it, Sandro. I Sandro. love you so much. And we have some people in the chat today, and everyone is definitely weighing in with a lot of love for Sandro. Yeah. May says, Sandro broke my heart when he was overachieving. I was rooting for him from the beginning. Yep. Nicole says, that's when I said, Sandro isn't winning today. I think that was sort of like everyone's feeling of like, nope, well, there goes Sandro. Yeah. But at the end, when they were looking at his picnic basket, they're like, how do you do this? Like how yeah. in the time that we have – how did you How do also you do make it all? two more things? Right. Um, they also interview Abdul's parents, and they're so cute. His family is all around the world. His family, his parents are in Pakistan. His sister is in San Diego. So, but he like apparently has a really super cute little group of friends in the UK. And then Shubira, they mostly just focus on her super cute supportive boyfriend. Which I wish that they we could have like met a little more Shubira's family, but her boyfriend was really sweet. So after the uh, family photos, we go into the judging. Abdul is first. Overall, it looks nice, I think. The Swiss rolls are a little light, and they are not getting the tarragon. They are brutal. The judging is like they are not skipping a single detail. The sandwiches are a little irregular and a little bit thick, but they really like the flavor. The pie flavor is good, and the crust is lovely. The flavors are excellent. Overall, he does decent. It wasn't like he didn't get A+, plus, but I'd give him like an A-, minus, like a few minor, minor notes, right? But again, they are not letting – anything slide like one crumb out of place they are going to talk about it sandro his sandwiches are massive but delicious his cake is massive but delicious and his pies are undercooked but good flavor paul doesn't even try the extras he's like that wasn't part of the brief so i'm not even gonna try it but it looks nice just 
dagger to the heart. Oh, Paul. Just, We're getting no I feel like extra credit, Sandro. Lasers coming out of his eyeballs. Shubira is last. They all look similar. Paul says this looks like a hotel spread because everything is exactly the same size. The sandwiches are unusual and delicious. She has that like the salsa verde thing. They, they're like, you know, her flavors. They're always just random. They are the sandwiches are exactly the right texture, they say. The pies are neat and robust with delicious pastry. The Swiss roll, the rosemary is too strong in her rosemary. She added rosemary to like the cream in the Swiss roll, but the sponge is great. I think she nailed it. Yeah. Nicole says, when he said it looked like a hotel, I wasn't sure if it was a good thing or a bad thing. I also agree that at first I was like, I don't know. Do I want my food to look like it came from a hotel, but maybe like a fancy hotel. Right. And Amy says uh, she kind of saw that coming because they warned him. And it is so it's one of those things where it's like, yeah. do you want to warn them and do it anyway? And then just be like, well, you just don't put me in a corner. I feel like some of the bakers do that, which is fine. Because yeah. yeah. it's like, don't put me into this little box. I'm going to like, right. I'm gonna, I, want, I know Sandro. I kind again. of appreciate. I feel like that would be me. <laughs> Sandro once again with his like need to prove himself. So coming out of this challenge, Brandon and I were watching it together and we were disagreeing about whether Shabira or Abdul did better. I thought Shabira, he thought Abdul, but no question that Sandro of the three was in the bottom. So going into the technical, the clue is you only get one shot at this. Don't mess it up, which okay. as opposed to every other time when they get more than one shot, I don't know. They need to make a summer pudding bomb, which basically what this is, there's elderflower and berry jelly, creamy meringue, and raspberry filling in a raspberry-soaked bread. So they're using – in the last challenge, they had them make an extra loaf of bread, and they probably were like, what the heck's going on with this extra loaf of bread? And they just like took it away. And now they have their extra loaf of bread back, and they're supposed to slice it into little slices, soak it in raspberry juice, and then create like a shell in a bowl with their bread and then fill the shell with this jelly and custard and then let it set. So it kind of looks like flower petals. Like imagine like a closed rosebud. That's what it's supposed to look like. You're just going to make the closed rosebud petals out of the raspberry soaked bread and then fill everything in there and then, you know, get it to set. Emma says this is without a doubt the most useless clue of the season. And I agree. <laughs> clue in quotes. Random. Nice clue. It was such a random, like they really dug deep into the randomness for this yeah. one. Yeah. Part of me wants to like have them choose a technical next season that like everybody can just like basically nail and then like how you can take it up a notch instead of technicals where people just like fail or do just decent yeah i think i feel like they did that with the red velvet cake in the first challenge but this one is so like everyone's like nobody's understanding matt describes it and everyone's like what do you see april's comment (laughs) april says i loved how paul and prue were like the bakers won't be able to do this let's enjoy the real thing here when they're eating like the sample because they can't stop eating it yes they're like, we only so have to try three. We'll keep eating it. It's like, yeah, and these are just going to be piles of weird bread. So eat up. <laughs> so have at it. <laughs> bon appetit. <sighs> um, <laughs> That's really funny. They have two hours. The example looks pretty good, actually, I think. But there's lots of tricky elements. You have to boil the gelatine. They're sort of putting this like tricky vegetarian gelatine that you have to boil instead of just bloom like regular beef gelatin. And then you have to stack the bread correctly. And the whole question of this whole challenge is, is it going to set? So Shabira and Abdul understand the boiling for the vegetarian gelatin. Abdul does, or Sandro does not do that. Abdul understands, like he uses like a, 
like a pastry brush for the soaking instead of actually soaking his bread. So he ends up with more like the correct amount of liquid. But then in the end, his bread actually doesn't even have enough liquid. It's really pale. Sandra's jelly doesn't set at all because he missed the memo about the gelatin. There's a lot of like they go to turn it out and everyone's just sort of like... Like it just, Abdul's holds its shape a little bit better, but for the most part, Sandro's is literally just a pile of mush that she just like yeah. dumps some fruit on and is like, I'm done. Right. Yeah. And I think at this point, they're all just laughing, Catherine, in the chat yeah. said that. And I was like, I really appreciated that they just started laughing because they're like, at this point, we made it to the final. Right. I think they're all kind of going easy on themselves and being like, right. I kind of don't want to stress over this. So I'm just going to laugh at how ridiculous and at least this they all, all seems. Bombed. Um, I am not going to make this. No. I mean, it seems interesting, but no, probably not. I will say, however, tonight I'm going to like a Friendsgiving with Maxine and her boyfriend. She wants me to make the Prince Regentin Torta from two seasons ago. She was living with us. If you guys don't know who I'm talking about, Maxine is our au pair who recently moved out, former au pair. And she was like, loved the Prince Regentin Torta so much. She wants me to make it for our Friendsgiving. I'm like, do I have time to make a seven layer chocolate cake today? We shall see. But throwback from 2020. Okay. For the judging, Abdul, his shape is fair. The jelly is set, but the custard is not set. Meringue is okay. And the bread is not soaked enough. Sandro's is the wrong shape, which his shape is a blob. So obviously (laughs) (laughs) it's just like, that's what the shape was. Exactly. Nothing is set. Prue is charitable about the fruit. She's like, but the fruit has a great glaze. And it was so funny. Paul's like, way to just kind of like. Yeah. It's like, but Prue thought you had to throw a him place. a bone. <laughs> um, and Shabira, the custard is still too liquidy, but the jelly is set and the flavors are good. Sandro comes in last. Shabira comes in second and Abdul wins. And so then she- they clap and he's like, don't clap. Yeah. He's like, don't clap. So bad. <laughs> you all sucked. <laughs> I feel like Shabira and Abdul are neck and neck. I think it's obvious Sandro still re- continues to sort of fall to the wayside a little bit. Yeah. 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 The final showstopper. Final showstopper. And Noel is back in his skinny, skinny jeans. He's like, I couldn't miss the final. I wonder what happened to him. Yeah, he probably just had like the the same crap that everybody has. I know. I feel, yeah, like he definitely, when he was back, was talking a little bit slower, like a little bit quieter. He seemed like he wasn't feeling very well. But he was bringing his humor, which I appreciated so much. I was like, I just want to see you one last time be really funny and do your silly things. I feel like the ho- like Matt and Noel really do get attached to the participants. Like, yeah, you can tell they, they are really proud of them. Tell. They really worry about them. Yes, of course. Oh, Emma says there are rumors around the internet he's being phased out as a host. I hope not. What? I hope Emma. not. He did all the voiceovers still. Where are we seeing this? Yeah, Please we need to substantiate these, these rumors. rumors. I don't think. Yeah. I hope that's not true. No, Noel's my favorite. Okay. The showstopper is a large edible sculpture with a large cake base and at least three additional baking elements. The theme is our planet and you have four and a half hours. So Sandro is making the world, which he already made a couple weeks ago, but this is a different take. His bottom cake, his main cake is going to be lemon and plum and it will look like the ocean. Then he'll have white chocolate profiterole clouds suspended above it. And then there's going to be like a rainbow situation. And then there's going to have cake pop planets on the top tier. So it's like from, you know, the earth to the heavens sort of situation. Abdul is celebrating bees. 
with his cake, and he's going to have a honey sponge with raspberry profiteroles and elderflower and almond beehive biscuits with bee macarons. And everything is just going to be very yellow and bee looking. Shibira is making an orangutan cake, and the orangutan is holding the forest above his head, like, please save my home. And oh, the body, that's so cute. <laughs> the body of the orangutan is Genoese sponge with black pepper and blackberry jam. Then his skin is made out of chocolate and hazelnut buttercream. And then there will be a tarragon and shortbread cookie head biscuit, excuse me. And then the top will be strawberry and rhubarb custard tarts on top of a forest made of meringue kisses. I know you hate it when I ask this, but if you were going to make a world-themed bake, what comes to mind? Because well, as they were describing theirs, like Sandra's was like, oh yeah, that's like the world. And everyone else's was like, oh, you can kind of pick anything for this. Yeah. The first thing I go to is the ocean. Yeah, that would be easy to do the ocean. Mm-hmm. I think I would do like a polar bear scene. I would do, I feel like a dolphin jumping out of the ocean. I don't know yeah. how I would. Obviously, I'm not going to do that. <laughs> but I would love to have like some type of dolphin jumping out of the ocean. Yeah. Maybe you could do it like a rainbow thing where it's like standing on some type. Oh, I don't yeah, know. that'd be cute. I think I would do like a sad polar bear in an ice flow. Oh, sad. <laughs> the ice thing is like this big. It's like oh, tiny. It's so depressing. I can't think about those things. I get so sad. <gasps> I feel like there's, again, there's just so much going on. Abdul, to me, seems the most chill. He sort of seems the most like, hey, you know what? Whatever's going to happen is going to happen. And so I'm like, oh, Abdul might win this because his mindset feels so like unshakable. You know, too early to tell. Sandro, again, is like running around like a mad person. Matt and Noel are super stressed again, which I also love when they get stressed. Like, I love when Sandra's like, I need a tip. I need a tip. And he's like, yeah. shh, shh, going through things. Like everything in that drawer except a tip. <laughs> And Noel's just standing there like, I wish I could help you. I also love when Noel pulls up uh, Abdul's equations. And Abdul's like, no, it's not equations. It's just like times. And <laughs> Noel's like, this is like an entire crazy mind like a manifesto. on a piece yeah. of paper. <laughs> I love it, though, because that's so Abdul. He's so yes, precise. Like and you can mm-hmm. tell. Like, he's just, yeah. At this point, I really do feel everyone is just really bringing their A game. Totally. And I'm question. I'm like... This whole time, of course, we're thinking, Shabira, Shabira, but I really was having doubts because, like, it's getting really hard. Okay, Kelly brought up something important in the chat. Sandro, on the other hand, is like, I don't time things. I just go by look. And then what happens? He burns his cakes. Yeah. Yeah, that stressed me out. I was like, you can't, Sandro, you can't just, no, this is the final. You got to time stuff. As they're finishing up, Sandro runs out of time and his, he does not complete his cake pop planets. Mm-hmm. Shabira is making the orangutan face and it looks horrifying. I don't know how she thought this was going to turn out. It looks but like Mr. Bill. She's just like. <laughs> <laughs> it's terrible. Noel at the end is like, okay, guys, uh, if there's anything left to go on your cakes, please put it on. Like, he's like, please put the, like, please get this over so I can relax. Like, he's looking around, seeing that people are just kind of doing what they're doing. He's like, guys, put it on your cake. Put it on. Come on, please. So in the end, I think they all look weird. <laughs> Like, in my opinion, no one nails this. I agree. Which is unusual. I mean, it's the final, guys. You got to nail it. But okay, here comes the judging. Sandro's is a bit messy. The color and shape of the cake are okay. The first thing they try is okay with the bread. I kind of missed what element that was. But the bread is too chewy because it's underproof. The sponge in his cake is burnt, but good flavor. Their profiteroles are okay. The biscuit is overbaked, but good flavor. This reminds me of this like whole judging reminded me of that part in How to Lose a Guy in 10 Days. And she's like, it's scary, but upbeat. <laughs> and like their editorial meeting where everything's like, oh, yeah, this story. And but it's but a beat. Um, everything is like, it's not that bad, but good flavor. He did okay. He's not going to win, though. I think we all know coming out of that judging. Shabira's looks ridiculous. They give her a lot of credit for the decor, but I think it looks yeah. terrible. <laughs> the face looks mm-hmm. so bad. 
Yeah. The sponge says Prue has too much. Prue says the sponge has too much buttercream in it, but Paul loves it. Paul's like, I think it's great. This yeah. is delicious. Buttercream. The shortbread is lovely and has great filling. The tarragon is missing from the flavors, but Prue prefers it without it. <laughs> So yeah, Prue's like, actually, I'm kind of like happy about this. And the top isn't very neat, but it tastes fantastic. It, generally speaking, the flavors and the bakes were really, really good, but it needed to be neater. So again, she doesn't nail it, but she's still in the running for sure. Going into Abdul's final judging, I'm like, this is Abdul's to lose. Like if he nails this, he is the winner. It all comes down to this. Dun, dun, dun. But his is also messy. The sponge is a little too sweet. The macarons taste good, but they didn't rest long enough, so they don't have the dome that they need. The shoe buns look awful. Prue says that's a proper failure, which not great. And the biscuits are great. So I still don't know. It's really between Abdul and Shabira. And I'm like, yeah. how is this going to go? Mm-hmm. People in the chat are agreeing that like the showstopper was left a little bit to be desired, whether it was yeah. just like too difficult of a challenge or what, whatever it was, it was just was sort of like, really? That was it. That was the final showstopper. Yeah. Like, okay. It was okay. I wasn't blown away, but it's so tight. The judging is so tight. And, but my real thought is like, if they're looking back over the whole season, I think this is the one time that they do consider the whole season and not just that week. It's got to be Shabira, right? Like, if you look back over the season, she had three star bakers, she mm-hmm. got a handshake, she's just been blowing mm-hmm. out of the water. Uh, not necessarily right. every single week, but she's been consistently in the top. I think there was Correct. only like one or two weeks where she was even a question to be in the bottom. Right. It really right. feels like, over the arc of the season, it's got to be her. So they go outside. The picnic is back. We've post-COVID restrictions the last two years. They didn't have – all they have was the cast and crew, which the crew was cute too when they just had the crew. All the past bakers are there. All their families are there. They're interviewing everybody to see who they think is going to win. And they finally come out. Noel has this like amazing red, fair, like hairy oh coat on. Zach Anderson texted me last night and he was like, <laughs> I need that coat ASAP. And we we're texting back and forth about that coat. I found I found a bunch on ASOS that I was like, we need these coats immediately. So <laughs> if you need that coat, go to that website. Trey has a link. Top shop. So yeah. They have There's plenty. a lot of comments in the chat about them needing to give them more time. Like it does feel like they just restricted yeah, the time so Yeah, which much. I get like the suspense of it all, but at some point it's kind of like, and like you need to realistic. give them time to finish it. You can't like keep right. it short, but you need to at least give them enough time to like get the job done. Okay, so Moment of truth. Here it comes. They walk out onto the field. They've got their little cake stand, got their bouquets of flowers. Matt's like, I'm not going to keep you waiting. I'm just going to let you know. It's very tense. But the winner is Shabira. Yay. So exciting. I am so glad that she won. I'm so glad that she won. I think she really, really deserved it. She did. Again, if you look at the whole season, I think she's the clear winner. Prue was like – We've never had flavors like yours. Maybe it was Paul, Paul. said it. He's like, I've never had those it. types of flavors. I'll probably never And I have don't know again. if we'll ever see it again. She was. She was one of a kind. And I love yeah. how she was like, we haven't had a girl winner in a long time. So I can be I know. When she said that, I was like, oh, you're right. That's actually. really true. I'm like, go Shabira, inspiring young little girl bakers everywhere. It was great. It was great. So happy for her. Overall, this whole season, I would say was not my favorite. It felt like a little, I don't want to say underwhelming because the bakers were great and they did their best, but maybe it was because they were just like never giving them enough time or I don't know. But this was not the most memorable season for me, for sure, other than Shabira's flavors. What do you think? I agree. I think there's, like you said earlier, there's 
with the showstoppers, some of the the showstoppers that they did, you're like, it's a little underwhelming. And the timing thing that was off, you really wanted to see what they could do. So I'm curious to see if they make any changes moving forward. I think with the technicals, they could do better in making something, either giving them a little bit more information or giving them something that's a little more familiar and not so out there where they can kind of be a little bit more competitive of who is doing a really good job instead of just like everyone's failing and they're picking who's like who sucks the least. I agree. And it feels like, I mean, even like an extra 20, 30 minutes of some of these challenges would have put them to the point where they could have delivered something really interesting instead of just like everybody constantly being so, so rushed. Yeah. Nicole says it's almost like they're trying too hard to turn it into a competitive reality show. And I I agree. Like it feels like it was bordering on that where it was like, you're not really setting these people up for success to actually showcase what they can do. You're kind of at the point where you're just trying to see like how fast someone can bake, which is not supposed to be the challenge. Um, Catherine also brought up something great. Thank you for reminding us that there was an amazing B-roll shot of a bird pulling a worm out of the ground. <laughs> so let's just all have that in our minds as we end this episode as we end this season thank you guys so much for hanging out with us for 10 whole weeks i'm so bummed it's over i love doing this show i love watching that show thank you guys for supporting us as we have this fun little hobby of reviewing (laughs) the bake-off don't forget to listen to our regular podcast this is joy and claire every thursday you can find us on instagram at joy and claire underscore you can email us this is joy and claire at gmail.com you can go to our website joy and claire.com We have so much fun doing this. There is a holiday one and there is an American version coming up. So we Mm -hmm. don't tend to release episodes when it's just like one-offs because it's sort of hard to talk about people who you don't, who you haven't like really gotten to know over the course of a season we have found. But if they release a full American season, we will definitely do a a podcast. We will definitely podcast about it. So stay tuned. Thanks again for being here. Love you guys. Thanks for joining us today. Our live audience was so fun. And we'd really appreciate you spending the time with us. And, you know, if you're listening to this in real time, we are doing a live show tomorrow morning as well for our holiday gift guide, which is going to be epic. Yes. So go to our Instagram for that link. So until we meet again. On your marks. Bake. Bake. (laughs) We're never going to get it together. (laughs) 